I'm Christina DiGiacomo. I'm so excited to have our guest on today, Akeem Novak. Uh, he's someone that I've just met through you know, the, my regular network, and I just really think his work is fantastic. And uh, he's also a wonderful, lovely person. And I'm excited to hear about his ideas and thoughts about looking forward. And I just wanted to uh, give you the opportunity, Akeem, to just tell everybody what you do and what you're working on. Uh, hello, Christina. Hello, everybody. I, I, I love a lovely person. That's really nice. Thank you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an executive coach for big global enterprises. I help CEOs and C-suite executives to, you know, show up with, I like to say, more relaxed authority with who we really are and to amplify your impact in the world. And I believe that the biggest impact is connection with others. And when we really connect with others, people want to work with us. They want to perform for us. There is a tangible financial benefit, but most importantly, there is just we, we're working from a much deeper source and purpose. So that's what I what I what I do in the world. I, I do this one on one. I also host corporate masterminds where we put people from different companies together, and that's really cool. And I love the mastermind format. And uh, I can say a lot more, but we'll get into stuff later. And I've written three books uh, in the space. Oh, in the personal, just that. Just and just three books. <laughs> Just three little books. I love how you just threw that at the, at the at the end. Three books. That's amazing. And definitely, we'll at the end make sure that um, that you mention those books, and we'll give everyone the links. But I want to just tie right now because there's some keywords that you just mentioned in your intro that are a perfect segue into our the first question that I want to ask you. You know, connection, calm impact, purpose. If those aren't the things that right now are sorely needed, but also kind of bubbling up and surfacing in yeah. a lot of the conversations that I'm seeing amongst people, what I'm seeing people, um, how people are in the news about people working together and solidarity. And so, you know, what is this whole situation teaching you right now in your work? I like the word discovering. I'm discovering stuff. So uh, teaching is cool, but I'm, the stuff that I'm discovering, and, and I, there was a period in my life many, many years ago, actually early 90s, I left New York and I moved to this small island in the Caribbean, Tobago. It's a magical place, 30,000 people. I lived there for a year and I, I did nothing but windsurf. I became a good windsurfer, and I read a lot of books. There was one library on the entire island, and I think every British novel written after 45, I, I took from the library and read it, and time really slowed down. Now, this was a transition in my life, and this may sound like I was ridiculously wealthy. I wasn't. I didn't have a lot of money. It just manifested. But this period right now is similar in the sense that I find myself slowing down, I, I move more slowly through my life. And by doing that, I, I'm, I'm, I'm allowing space from discoveries. So what interests me is not so much executing all the stuff that I had planned. And I'm glad that some of that is continuing. I'm grateful, but, but they're new discoveries. So the 
that's really it, to stay present to myself, to stay more deeply present to my environment and, and luxuriating in the slowing down and what that means. Um, that's probably the biggest thing. And there are lots of things rippling from it, but I, I trust we'll get into that as we keep talking. I, I love what you said, if I can just kind of try to soundbite it a little bit, which is yeah. the present the present you're giving to yourself is the present. Yeah, nicely said. And uh, and I think a lot of people are going through that right now. Um, and in your opinion, I think, I personally feel like this is obviously a really good thing that's happening for people. But, you know, in your opinion, uh, my guess would be you're having a really positive experience and slowing down and taking some time and allowing things to ideas, discoveries to to come up. You know, would you, is this something that you would recommend that everyone does? Well, I'm going to answer it indirectly. Um, I hang out in, with a lot of different spiritual communities, you know, and, and a lot of the, the stuff that I always hear that kind of annoys me is like, Fear is a negative emotion, and you you shouldn't feel fear. You should focus on the opportunity. And of course, big picture, I totally believe that. And yet, it's okay to the worst thing to do, I think, is to stuff fear. You know, because it's when you lose clients, when uh, security is torn from us. At some point, it's we're human. We're going to be afraid. So moving through emotion and then moving out of it is the key, not, not stuffing it or judging what we feel. So my journey, ironically, I was, for, I was pretty sick for three to four weeks. I, uh, I didn't have all the symptoms, so I didn't know if it was COVID-19 or not. I won't, I won't get into all the details. I could not get tested. But this is America, so I, I found a private clinic where at a cost I could get tested and my partner, and we're both negative, and I'm, I feel really good right now. So, so, so what, there's, a, there's a whole other journey when you feel like crap during this. I think the people who are sick, and I have many friends in New York who've been sick, that's a whole other experience. The other experience is whether you're financially stable or not. So these variables will determine uh, how we journey through it. But my invitation to all of us is, and it's not easy, but even when the circumstances suck for a while, which they did for me, I mean, I felt like shit to, uh, to still have the courage to enter the room of possibility. And we don't have to do it all the time and discover what else is there and not in a glib way, but, you know, be open to that insight and that learning. Mm. You raise a really good point because it's almost like, for lack of a better expression, like a tale of two cities. Yeah, right? it sure is. So it, you know, the the people that are going through this that have have been ill or are ill or have lost someone because they've been ill or people who are not do not have the means and the resources to maybe frame this whole situation and and, and yeah. spin it into something super positive. You know, there are people in the world who who have suffered and have been able to 
you know, weather the storm and, and look at it in a positive way. I mean, I think about Viktor Frankl um, and his book, Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, but for the most part, it, it's, it's a nice reminder that you've just presented to hold the people in mind who are suffering right now or who are scared and people in our position uh, who are, have the, the means and the resources to not forget that there are people out there that, are, that may be struggling and, and really kind of look at it as an opportunity to reach out, to see what we could do, how can we serve. Um, and so thank you for bringing that up, you know, and, and reminding us that, you know, that there are people who are having very fearful, a very fearful time right now. Yeah. And I, I, the only thought I had is, you know, I think if we look at what's the hope for the future and the planet, besides systemic changes, our ability to feel compassion more deeply. Mm-hmm. So, and in this period, it's compassion for others, but also compassion for our own journey. You know, like we're going to have days where we maybe don't feel so optimistic. Or we're going to have days where a client cancel an engagement with us. Uh, or I, I had this talk with a friend of mine, you know, and he said, is, I have clients who really love me who are not answering my emails right now. And I know to not take it personally, but it really sucks. And if we're human, we're going to have a reaction and then we're going to move on. So embracing the humanity and having compassion for that client and compassion for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, holding, holding those people in mind and, and I have a sort of a practice that I do where you know, I hold someone in mind and I think about their families and yeah. I think about their lives and I think about what they might be going through and, and yeah. actually visualize it. Nice. And when I do that, I feel something opens something opens up. But the other thing that happens is it no longer is about me, no. which in actuality liberates me and frees me from having that kind of a discomfort of what did I do? Did I say something wrong? Am I not good enough? You know, because our ego yeah. will spin a narrative yeah. in absence of that information or that response, thinking that it's up, that it's us. When in actuality, it's, it's not us at all. And so to, to sort of men- mentally and, and I guess from the heart reach out and, develop that level of compassion uh, is really important because I also think it helps build resilience too, because this isn't going to be the last challenge. This isn't right. going to be the last thing that we go through. Um, and so, you know, compassion is absolutely huge. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. And so given all of these things that you've been encountering and all of these thoughts and ideas and things that you've been observing, do you, what, what do you think will change or will need to change? Is there anything that you feel is like, you know, really, you feel really strongly about like this has to happen in order for things to be better. Any thoughts? 
Well, I'm going to just focus the answer on my own life rather than going global with the answer. Of course, but, absolutely. But, but, but what's emerging for me, and, and it's, this is the cool stuff. Um, I have the normal flow of clients. I have ongoing engagements, which is great. But I realized, I said to Leandra, Leandra is the woman who runs my business. I said, let's just schedule all of that in the mornings. And uh, in the afternoons, I want to have free time to uh, either read, swim. I have a pool here, so I'm blessed. Or what's been emerging is is writing another book. That's That's been on the horizon anyway, but this is the time to do it. But I'm really trying to pay attention, like, do I really want to do it? Or is that this, I should do this? No. And then there's a the whole idea for a second book that's been emerging that's more personal. And so I just gave myself permission, you know, you can work on two books at the same time. You know, why the heck not? Because even that I could judge, do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I've written some books, so I trust my writing process. But so, but that's what's been emerging. The other gift that's been emerging, like last year I started to do these 30-minute virtu virtual master classes. And I use them as a way to bring people to me. And it was also an enrollment mechanism for these retreats I do. Well, one of my really big clients in the pharma industry said, just in December, well, we could do those in-house. So two weeks ago, it's the first time that these 30-minute, they're very visually beautiful. There's, there's no, no, not, no language on it. The slides are visual landscape. I, I, I talk, there's high content. And it's a whole new product that emerged organically. That's, of course, perfect for this time. And so I'm grateful for that. And I, I love doing it. It's 30 minutes. I can have a global reach. So I'm committing to inviting more opportunities to do that. So these are the things that are emerging. Like before this, to me, it was almost like, oh, this is a little secret and I'll do it if people ask me. Like, no, it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I had a talk, again, it was interesting on Monday with my friend, a friend in, in, in Australia. She's a major speaker, speaking coach there. And, you know, nobody gets hired for speaking right now. So she completely, she got rid of all of that and markets to sell differently. So I got rid of my speaking page on my website. It doesn't exist anymore. I don't need to attract that right now. And I, I put in that new offer and we'll see what comes that I that is emerging that I really like to do. What, what I have like you, what I have negative reactions to is... Um, this bombardment of out of nowhere of, you know, let me help you manage your crisis. Let me help you make, manage, make more money online. And this um, turning so lemons into lemonades kind of approach uh, that may work for other people. But I was just, talk, just got off the phone with a friend. She said, you know, people who haven't spoken to me for 10 years suddenly saying messages, hi, Pamela, how are you? You know, this is my new offering, <laughs> you know, so that, that kind of thing. So to be contextually aware of how we operate uh, and the idea of inviting business rather than pushing business and, and understanding that and doing it with grace is another opportunity right now, you know. Amazing. I actually want to pinpoint, uh, zoom in on a couple of things that you just said, because they were so important. I don't want anyone to miss the points that you were making. The first thing that I'm getting is you're listening to your inner wisdom 
mm-hmm. right? You're you're letting the good impulse or the inspiration or the the sort of internal message be the driving thing, mm-hmm. be the driving force of your ideas or what you're going to do next. But the fact that you're also it's because you're listening, I think that this is that this is happening that you're getting these ideas that are sort of organically uh coming about and you you know exactly what to do or what to say or how to how to express that idea and it feels good and so so there's that piece to it which i think is really important for people to understand that you know when you get quiet and you get still and you allow your brain and your or your mind or your heart or your inner wisdom however you, whatever entity you want to call it to let it to let it speak and present you these ideas really amazing things are happening and i think that that what you just said is is proof of that so there's that. And then the second thing is the commentary that you just made about this uh, fear-based kind of marketing or communication. And, and I agree with you because, you know, my concern as a philosopher and someone who takes the responsibility of being the custodian or the steward of people's thinking and their minds very seriously. I take my duty very seriously. And so I get worried about this constant message of, you know, like, are you anxious? Are you stressed? Are you, you know, um, like, are you afraid? And, and I question how much that's actually continuously perpetuating the idea that we need to be afraid or that we need to be stressed out. Um, This is not to say that people aren't experiencing these things, but to what extent are we feeding into this, Mm -hmm. the fear into this overall narrative? And, and I get concerned, especially when there's that kind of salesy tactic that's layered on top of it. Because that's triggering a whole other kind of response in people's minds and in people's hearts. And it is disconcerting. So I I thank you for bringing that up because I I really agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, I call it desperate selling and the despair may be hidden, but we we feel your despair. And I I don't want to feel your despair. (laughs) So... Hashtag. That's hashtag. a hashtag right there. <laughs> hashtag. I don't want to feel your despair, but yeah. in a good way. I mean that in a good way, right? There's good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's what you that's what you do, Akim. You empower people. You you know you show people that they are actually bigger than than they than themselves, bigger than they think they are. That they are yeah. beyond what they their limiting beliefs. And so for you to, for you to have that kind of, you know, desperate selling is so antithetical to what it is you do. It's, it's, you know, against your philosophy to do that. So I, I completely understand, understand that. And I understand why that would rub you the wrong way. You know, <laughs> it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. So when I, you know, um, Wow. Okay. So we covered a lot. <laughs> we covered a lot. That's great. May I, I may 
two things come to mind as you're talking. So go for it. The, the things that I'm doing right now that feel right to me and that work for me and hopefully for the people I serve. And this is not original. Other people have thought about it, but I just want to state it. This is what I'm doing. I, you know, I have a, a tight community that I've served for a while. And so I just decided to create something called Drop-In Fridays. And these are one-hour mini masterminds. They're not advertised anywhere. This is just for people who know me and who know mastermind structures. And it's a drop-in. I don't charge anything for it. But it's been a beautiful way of having connected, deep conversations with people who, who I adore and who, who choose to show up when there's a purpose for them to show up. So I love doing that. I, I just have my next one tomorrow. And the other thing, I'm not doing any big mass emails, but I'm reaching out to everybody who matters to me client-wise, privately, behind the scenes. Uh, everybody, even people who I thought would, I thought, gosh, they're, they're way too busy, like CEOs of big companies. I can tell that they're happy to hear from me. I hear back within 24 hours. They let me know how they're doing. So this is the stuff that I think is helpful right now. Mm. The only other thing that's more a traditional thing is I, for the last eight years, I've had this Monday, I have a Monday morning message called energy boost and I have people who get it. It's free. And that's, and I, I do it religiously. I, I write this and it's, it's no selling. It's pure content. And, and in this period, it's again, I'm touched by responses and, Based on what I write about, people do then say, gosh, I loved this one, and we're doing this virtual event. I'd love for you to talk about this. Can you do that? So, And it's all organic, and that I really like. I wasn't writing it for somebody to invite me to do anything, but I'm just doing what I normally do. So these little habits are, are working for me right now. Mm -hmm. And But the deeper thing is, you know, for all of us to <laughs> then have faith, that universe will take care of the rest, right? <laughs> and and operate from a place of faith and knowing that these things I'm doing are enough. I don't have to do gazillion other things, you know. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. I think that's such a great I think that's such a great message. And I, I would just, I don't, I don't even think we need to talk any further. I'd love to just end okay. on that note because it's fabulous. Um, but before we, before we close, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that people knew about the books that you have. So what, who, what are your books and where can people find them? Yes. I, I, the space where I, 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 I support people is around deeper presence and connection. So I wrote a book called power speaking, the art of the exceptional public speaker. I mean, you can find them on Amazon and they're, they're in some bookstores, uh, I wrote a book called The Moment, uh, which is about more more richly showing up in the moment and what that looks like. And it's sort of a, a non um, a non religious, non spiritual approach to mindfulness. I used to be a professional acting coach in New York, so it goes into some of that background as well. And I wrote a book called Infectious, which is about infectious connections. And uh, I mean, you can find me on LinkedIn, but my 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 web site and my brand is brilliant best uh one word and it's not a dot com it's a dot expert so you can find out about me and also you can sign up to get my my monday morning mailer there 
I don't do any selling there. I will not harass you with offers. It's just not what I do. But if that resonates with you, just go to brilliantbest.expert. And there are lots of little videos. I do weekly videos, all this stuff. You'll find all those things there. So Amazing. I, I love it. Thank you so much. Um, I am so pleased that you were that you were here and I just love all of your ideas and opinions and I think you're doing just the greatest work um, and you're doing work that we really need right now. Mm. Um, and for everyone that's uh, listening or watching, I'm going to include the links to all of Akim's stuff uh, and also how you can connect with him. And uh, thank you all for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.